that's not the song. Welcome back. Everybody went to a different place, and I appreciate that about us, but I really think it's... Well, it's on brand. Uh, anyway... Hey everybody, welcome back to Torch of the Tavern. We are a real play Moncala podcast. We focus on 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons storytelling, or whatever the fuck order of operations I usually say this in. Uh, my name is Jim Snoxford. Ready. Yeah, get your get your get your little pebbles. Pick them out. Pebbles, pennies, anything you need. Gems, uh, we're gonna needs. we're not using dice today. Just get your pebbles ready. Marbles. Yeah, marbles. That works too. Marbles I'm is good. My pebbles have a bunch of numbers we'll on them. up pieces of paper with love notes written on them. Whatever works. Yeah, we're playing it's Moncala. So Throw your dice out. All you need to know is that I am your dungeon master, Jameson Oxford. You know me, you hate me, maybe you love me. If you love me, seek professional help. Uh, and if you love these guys, you're like me. Seriously, you, you seek professional guys. help. Playing with me today is our shifter barbarian, played by Mitchell Travis. You see me chewing, you son of a bitch, you know. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I always call them out when they're chewing. <laughs> chew it up, chew it up, chew it up. Hello, everybody. I'm Mitch. I'm a dad on the podcast. It's true. I play a Deru, who is a uh, radicalized druid playing a barbarian named Halor. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that right someday when it's accurate. Also playing along with us is Ryan Santos, who is oh, playing hey. our uh, Warforged Artificer. Oh, hi, everybody. Didn't see you there. Welcome. Wow. He turned around in a chair and he had a smoking jacket on. It was it was mm -hmm. amazing. Excuse me, let me take off my fez. Yes. Doo -doo -doo. Hi, happy to be here. Thank you. Let's get on with it. Alright, well, one more, one more, one more. Jeffrey Lisk. He is our Crestkin, our homebrew race, which is a fish boy, or a octopu octopus buddy? An octopuddy, if octopus. you will. And our rogue. Mm, yes. Welcome. Welcome to my study. Would you like a drink? Hey. I can't be in both your studies at the same time. It's the same study. Rent oh. fucking sucks. It's, they share yeah. a study, okay? We share a study, come on. He's on the upside. He has his half. <laughs> exactly. Wow, okay. We, we, we're having to time our chair turns. Every time you look <laughs> at me, he swings his chair around and vice versa. Um, yeah, every time. Every time we refer to them from now on, they will have to take a moment to swing uh, the chair around. Their chairs are linked up on uh, a chain <laughs> and, and wheel system, so when one of them turns, it automatically turns the other one facing away from you. We don't have a fireplace, so we just started a campfire in the middle of the room. It's the, been great. They, so they far. wait. They wait to hear something compelling, and then they hit a big button on the front of their thing. Like there is the no window or vents in here, though. So please, can we okay. move on? <laughs> yes, we can. Yeah, the longer we're in here, the worse it gets. Yeah, there's no air <laughs> either. The they're slowly suffocating. There's massive we windows, to... but they don't open. Yeah, yeah there's no air getting pumped into the room it's either. It's just monoxide. It's just the campfire. Just the campfire. It's just the garbage fire that we use. Very good. Um, very good. So. I want to preface you guys before we begin. So the last thing I'm going to say is that I am unstoppable today. Uh, oh. There is nothing that can affect me. I'm in a great mood, and it's because I have a new source of power that was oh. provided to me uh, and, dem and, and shown to me by Ryan Santos. Oh. I have bought Crocs. Yes. And I'm currently in... My light blue Crocs right yes. now. Yes. You I, disgust me. I, I was there when you purchased now them. Croc DM. I, I, uh, I have embraced this life. I have Croc energy. And that is the energy of this Welcome. episode is Croc energy. Yeah. And I don't know what that's going to mean for I you. I want to let you know that the only thing that stopped me from leaving the chat for a point of emphasis 
is I wasn't confident I'd be able to get back in. <laughs> hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. And I got a job to do, so I'm still here. Croc Energy Dungeon Master says you got to do what you got to do. Oh, shit, right, right. Ding me, ding me. It's now? Whoa. We're not even in the ding episode. Me, ding me, ding me, ding <laughs> me. I don't ding him, I guess. I don't have this pulled up. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> what? Why aren't you prepared? You, you should Isn't be prepared. Isn't that connected to a I bunch know, of things I'm sorry, we I'm already do? I'm sorry, I'm Mitch's random fact. Ow! Fuck you and your Crocs, Jay. Wow. Dang, <laughs> oh, okay. Well. <laughs> I guess I'll give oh, it another yeah. one for that. See, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and, and double down on this. Fuck y'all. I'm taking my extra minute. I will not be seeding my time. See, I found out, and this was the, the moment when, when things went wrong. In oh, no. probably what you might be thinking is that there are buttons that you can put yeah. on your Crocs. You can buy a little little thing. So I not only did I buy a pair of Crocs, I spent more money to decorate my Crocs. To accessorize his Crocs. My daughter's Crocs have more bling than yours. You're still uh, a bitch. I'm just starting out, yeah, bro. My Croc I mean, experience is new. That. She's three. What's your excuse? That's, I'm three months in, into Crocs. Hey, gang. Hey, gang. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Ireland. Yeah. He showed us his Crocs and it's got an Ireland button. Yeah, this is just for a sideways beer. A sideways beer. Spilling your beer, bud. I spilled my beer. Yeah, I've seen the buttons. Nipsey face button is my favorite button. That's that being good. said, also, to quote the great uh, Pusha T in concerns to your Crocs, I've just got to say, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, Reisk, I am, when I kill your character, because I'm going to. I'm gonna get a special button to rep to just commemorate that moment. I'm gonna put Jay, it right on my go back. Go back to Fucking Hawaii. As I've recently come back from Hawaii, there is a lot street vendors. They have a lot of knockoff fucking croc buttons can i tell you yeah. i saw a lot of horrible looking gokus and pokemon <laughs> and i almost bought so many of them because it was hilarious <laughs> fantastic oh yeah you, you know what else is fantastic starting the show what? yes hey jeff let's start the show last time on Torchlit Tavern. wow that's almost what i sound like except for i do a little bit more of this Oh, last time on Torchlit Tavern. Black powder. Black powder. Black powder. I didn't think you hated Eric. I thought you and Eric were booze buddies. And uh, I'm concerned that he's going to put light on me. Do you think we should go help him? He's kind of hanging off the building. He looks like he might need some help. How can we help? They are already storming the tower, but at the top is Robert. Then you stay here, I'll go. I take off. My name is Robert! And who the fuck are you? I am a Veru of the Broken Circle, and I am here to undermine the privacy. Now that I have your attention, I advise you evacuate. One of their metal monstrosities rapidly approaches. Robert moves, and he pulls something out of his pocket, and he starts going <laughs> and you see a small fuse that is poking out of the plywood. As uh, he stands up after lighting this fuse and looks up just in time to get tackled by the full weight of a five foot seven shifted barbarian. P.S. Raging. So I'm going to jump up and try to catch them out of the air, and I will use a story point to do so. No, come back. I will kill this Valerian dog. How many times has Daru died? Daru has died like a shit ton. 
just as the entire top of the tower erupts in a violent explosion and flame. My name is Robert, you piece of shit. What is your name? Uh, I'm, I'm number nine. You're under arrest. Robert gives you one fucking hit point and saves you from death. That's good, because that wasn't going to go well. I don't know why that you would stab him and then save him, but thank you. You're still under arrest. Your friend is um, an interesting person. The Maker 9 wishes you to sleep now. No. <gasps> We're going back. Let's go. We will not survive. You have done it well by me in these battles. But it is clear you're not Halor, or if you are, you don't care about the primacy. That pain goes beyond you, friend. It goes to many outside of the primacy. I seek to take away that darkness. You will get me killed if you continue to tell these things that I do to the superiors, yes? And why do you do them? Your maker has forsaken you. The maker cares for me. Do they? You guys head back and you see that the men are talking. Eric is once again telling some outlandish story of some adventure he's had, as he is prone to do late at night when he's in his cups. Let me tell you a story. Once there was a small hamlet near a forest. The forest was guarded by a powerful nature spirit. And the spirit was protected by a circle of druids. The spirit the druids and the people in this small hamlet did not trouble one another, as long as the people respected the woods. One day, a group of adventurers came to investigate a dark temple nearby. The temple was often a hiding place for dark creatures and evil things, which the party largely quelled, making the area safer and open to trade. Soon after, the town began to grow, as news of a safe town on the rise got around. It was outside the realm of the king's reach, and this stead grew quickly, but with growth came a need for wood. Soon, as the people expanded the town, they began to be attacked and accosted by the spirit of the woods. It became dangerous for travelers in and out of the hamlet, as well as making it impossible to procure lumber. The adventurers, who had settled in the hamlet, fought and slayed the spirit in a horrible battle. Soon after, the circle of druids came to avenge their totem, attacking the townsfolk and attempting to lure the heroes into the woods. The heroes came again, and won, and took the elder druid alive. Amongst the party was a sorcerer, and he felt the need to make a spectacle of the elder, to discourage the circle from further conflict upon his new home. He tied the druid to his tall wooden stake, but before he did, he maimed him, cutting the druid's flesh and forcing his cries to carry into the woods. The circle had already been defeated. What was left of them watched from the forest's edge, as the sorcerer finished his grim message by setting fire to the elder. The flames stopped in time only by a fortunate spring rain. Years passed, and the hamlet became a city, and the world moved on. Forgetting this and treating it as just another speed bump in the way of progress. But the broken circle 
remembers. And now so do you. You guys have been sitting around the campfire. Like I said, last time we left off, Eric tends to tell stories after battles or at night. That was the one he just told you guys. The story of the Broken Circle. Which, I you, you know of the Broken Circle. The Broken Circle are kind of like boogeymen in the woods at this okay. stage. Like, people know about these druids that... Iraeusk or both of us, to be clear? Anyone in the army would know, because they are, like, it is something that... It's one okay. of the reasons why you don't go and piss alone in the woods at night. Like, there are stories that <laughs> soldiers get Wait. ganked. People don't go pee alone at night? No. You gotta take a buddy. I do. Lord, I gotta empty my tank. Please come I definitely me. do. <laughs> but the Broken Circle is treated very much like the primordial yes. boogeyman fear that the Viet Cong gave our troops in ah, those conflicts, right? Where it's like, yeah. yeah, they're ten dudes, but you don't fucking go where those ten dudes can find you, because, like, is bad. It's And it's gonna be on the soldiers' minds as you guys head north, because you guys would have heard stories about the Broken Circle and how they treat farmsteads, towns, and soldiers up here as you get into Celestian. And it doesn't matter what side you're on. If you're Valerian or Brian, they all will they will kill you. So they're masters of guerrilla warfare. They do things like pull you into the ground like the Viet Cong did? Uh yes, with the main difference being that they're druids. They have the ground pull you into the ground. Mm, fair. There was no pitfall trap. The earth just got hungry. Yes. And you looked so nomsy. And so yeah, that's that's you where were, you guys as are. They say a whole ass snack. These are sort of the yeah. thoughts going through you guys and the soldiers when 75 rolls up, and in his hand is this this broken hunk of metal. He, You guys know that most of the night he has been over by the rubble, digging through it. And he comes up to Nine on the edge of the campfire. Nine. Uh, hi. 75. Just sort of gazes down at you a little bit for a while before finally, like, like he's gathering the the nerve to say, I'm not interested. I have a boyfriend. What? No. What? Oni-chan. No. I need you to repair this. I hear that you have the ability to repair things. Yes. He just, he doesn't say anything else. He just holds out what is left of his mangled gun lance. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I can do that. Uh, can I, can I take it? He hands it to you. I expect it back as soon as it is ready. Yeah, I, uh... I will let you know as soon as it's done. Now I just leveled up pickpocket. He just... <laughs> he he kind of like half nods at you and clanks away. Kind of gives you the idea that he expected that to be your answer. But, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, he is higher ranking, so it makes sense. Yes. Uh, I mean, so rank is weird. Uh, I'll go ahead and just put on record. The idea of rank is not something that's typically brought up with Warforged. They just follow orders. Fair enough. I mean, I, I assume he's. They I mean, well, you know, in the in the they understand classes ranks? of different warforged. I mean, he he's he's supposed to see battle, and I'm not. So therefore, yeah, it is a sure. different rank. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I find the myself uns- in the battle. unspoken warforged ranks that a warforged get, but you wouldn't because you're not a warforged. It's a warforged thing. <laughs> it's arbitrary. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to take uh, the gun lance, and I'm going to start walking toward. Uh, my little makeshift area that I have made. It's just a, it's just a blanket on a branch. Wow. <laughs> it's just Walker holding a blanket. <laughs> just a blanket on a branch, on a couple branches and 
I've got a little table there and I can tinker on stuff there. It's pretty it's it's adorable. Uh, on my way there, I will walk past uh, Robert's cage. I kind of just assume if Robert sees anyone, he will immediately yell at them. So Obviously yeah, it's past his bedtime. Yeah, I, immediately I was trying, yell at them. Sorry, I am trying talk. to think of how he would accost you. Primacy pig dog. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I would imagine it's different because I'm mechanical, so he would have to say something else. <laughs> yes, I, as you walk across his his field of view, his 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 cage. He's sitting cross-legged in the center of the cage, and he just sort of eyeballs you as you walk up. Hello. Oh, hi. Yes, you. Yes. You bucket of bolts owned by Primacy. Uh, yeah. I'm number nine. We, we've uh, established this. Number nine, it seems that you're friends, and you do not get along. Uh, we get along okay. We have, we... uh, different ideas sometimes. And that is why you camp next to a prisoner? And the skinny one wanders off alone. Yes, you look well, like tend, you are good friends. I tend to be working and banging on things a lot, so it's okay to keep you awake, but I keep everybody else awake. That's bad. Are you some sort of smith? Yes, I'm an artificer. What do you make? Lots of things. Uh, I made this. Walker pops out the side. His eyes grow, like, super wide. Is this still the small version of Walker? Is yes. he still pocket walker? He kind of has to be if he's going to pop out of my thigh. Yeah, I believe you're allowed to make him any size at the time you make him, though. I can, but like, but it hasn't been he's always going to start out mini. Yeah. It's my belief that nine can fit a lot of junk in that trunk. Noted. Uh, walker, like, walks up to the cage and just, like, nods. He, like, leans back, and when it nods, he nods at Walker. I... Nice to meet you, Walker. All right, come on back. So you, my you, leg. so you are going to be banging and hammering all night over here by me? Uh, I will be tonight. Uh, I will be fixing number 75's uh, gun lats. I will try to keep it down, but it's kind of hard. I regret to tell you that me and your friendship is also off to a very rocky start. I'm sorry. Maybe we can fix that later, after I fix the gun. We will see. Okay. Did you need anything? You could let me out? I can't do that. Then no. No, there's nothing you can do for me. Yeah, no, the maker said I can't let you out. The maker? Yeah. You are religious? No, like the person that built me. Is, is your maker here? There's another artificer? No, I mean, she's she's not here. She's a fetus. But uh, then how did she tell you to keep me in the cage or catch me? The order was relayed to me. Oh, I see. I see indeed. So, I'm going to get to work if you're okay. I'm, I'm fine. I uh I could I could use a pillow, or maybe a blanket. Yes, I could do that. Truly? Yeah. Uh, I walk over and I take the blanket off of my branches and I go and hand it to him. Okay. Here you go. I won't. It's not raining tonight, so I don't need this. Uh, uh th- 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 thank you, number nine. That's that's not right. Uh, th- thank you, number nine. That's not You're either. Welcome. I can't do thank you as French person because they're <laughs> unthankful people. I legitimately don't know how to say thank you in French. I was trying to recall it because I should know that and I don't know how. It's it's not yeah, like yeah, actual like thank you in remember. French. That would be good to use. I'm gonna look up thank you and I'm gonna It'd find out weird, that though. they don't have a word for thank you and I'm gonna be right. <laughs> <laughs> merci. It's merci. Oh merci, well, no yeah, shit. Merci. Merci. Wow, we feel real dumb on now. 
big old dummies. Merci, night. Merci, night. Merci. And he just sort of takes it, and he actually, like, kind of rolls over. Looks like he's getting ready to sleep, but you can tell. He's got his eyes open. He's just watching you. Okay, good night, Robert. He loudly snores. It's fake as fuck. Weird. Okay. <laughs> I start uh, banging away. Uh, Mitch, you, you had something. I had something. I wanted to, uh... I wanted to see if I could figure out where 75 sleeps, and I wanted to talk to Vivaldi. Uh, 75 sleeps near Rogus tent. Good. Good. I wanted to speak to Vivaldi. I, I know where his tent is, right? He's findable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the cap- it's your captain's tent. You know where it is. I, uh, I knock on the, the door or the frame of the flap or whatever particular variant of, of tent we use here. You may enter. Good evening, Vivaldi. Ah, hello, very good job you've done today. Always good job. I wish to speak with you about Roca. It seems that we are not friends. I would find it very concerning if that if you and her were already friends. But if you are asking if me and her are friends, it is complicated. We have a business relationship. We work together. Is that a business relationship that would be strengthened or strained? If she were to befall misfortune. He, he, he gives a, a very stony, long pause. He looks you up and down, and he says, As mercenaries go, you are always overreaching. Is it not my job to maintain my employer's employment? No, no, no. It's fine. No, no, no one would assume a mere mercenary to do the things that you are... Asking if you can do. I do not wish Roka to die. Though she has forgotten her place and that the Inquisitors are her boss. The way she spoke to me will be dealt with. What did you have in mind? I am unsure yet. But the way that... The way that she was willing to discard your war unit and treated hers. Perhaps we could exacerbate the damages to her properties. Put her at an unfortunate cost. Hmm. Roll persuasion. I don't need to answer this. <laughs> I can let dice determine the outcome of this encounter. <sighs> Let's see. Feels like an eight. Ooh, dice. He always says eight. I want you to know that he always says eight. I wish it was an eight. That's gonna be a four. Ah, yay! After my mod. Oh. Dirty Mitch. Dirty Mitch. Dirty Mitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah, filthiest but... of Mitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he, he, you say that he has definitely, like, heard you, and you made his gears run a bit, but he, he, he shakes his head. No, it is not serving to us to have strife way out here near Valerian soldiers and other manner of ill things in the woods. It's not good. I appreciate your willingness, and we will might come back to it. But for now, get your rest. Have some wine. We are very happy with your work today. I do good work. And, uh, thereabouts, and backs out. Have you ever thought of becoming a full member of the Primacy, rather than just a mercenary? I know my place and where I am suited best. You what do not know your place, that is quite obvious. But you could be better utilized if you were more a part of the system. Uh, they were vomits little. <laughs> um, I am unsure what role you would have me feel. There is a school that teaches Inquisitors. 
And if you demonstrate enough loyalty to the primacy, you might be allowed in, and a letter from one such as me could, could help you with such a thing. And despite what people think, we do not just accept the Chosen. Anyone who demonstrates the aptitude can become an Inquisitor. I am unfamiliar with your custom. What, what do you mean, the Chosen? I am a Chosen. Some people refer to us as Tiefling. He points to his red skin and, he, and his, like, a small hor- his small horns and he says, Tieflings, uh, it is a term we don't prefer in Bree. I fully forget mm. that he's a tiefling half the time. Yeah, right? Same. I was like, what's special about this fucking loser? Oh, right. He's a demon child. <laughs> My bad. Yes, he is special. He is picked by the divine to rule. Yes. I do not think your inquisitors would find my particular skills to their liking. I don't see why you would think that, seeing as I very much do. Is there anything else I can help you with? Roka mentioned something about your motives being unclear. I'm not one to question the nature of your orders. However, for a conflict force, we do not engage much in battle. I am curious our motive. Let's call this a secret mission. Running into another army is not ideal for me. Understood. When it comes time, we will need to confer with Sif. He has some of my ears. And then Adairu bows again and leaves for real this time. For loot reasons, uh, at one point during the night, right before everybody turns in, everybody is visited by a a guard. And uh, Nine, you happen to hear, I'm going to say that Reisk is near you at this time. He has dropped off a, hand, a sack full of coins to Adairu at one point. He bumped into you on your way out of Vivaldi's tent. And he's given you and Reisk essentially the same spiel. Nine, you were hearing it as he speaks to Rask. Uh, uh, we, uh, we did a little bit of, um, looking around after the fight, and we did not tell the higher-ups, but you guys, you guys made this possible, okay? We survived, and we looted, and we came out with a little extra coin from our battle. And I just wanted to make sure you guys got your cuts. Thank you. Many thanks. Uh, another guy with him claps him on the shoulder and is like, Hey, hey, do we, why don't you give some to the, to Nine? Why would I give some to Nine? He's like, because she, she helped. It's a robot. What's it going to buy? Uh, I, I look down at, at them and go, It would be best to ask she made an eye. Uh, you see one of the dudes goes, I, I will ask if it bothers you. Just give me my, give me. And he like yanks the, the bag out of him and he walks up to Nine as well. Hello, Nine. Uh, you recognize this dude as uh, actually one of the uh, the cannon people who was helping you load cannons during the battle. It seems that the, the, the soldiers have sort of like merged and like gotten to chatting and made new friends. But she, he walks up and he's like, despite what this, this asshole over here says, I don't know if you appreciate money, but I feel that you deserve it. And it does seem like you need supplies. And he points at like your workstations and stuff. He's like, so maybe this can help you. But uh, we, we have some money from the fight. Would you like your cut? Wait, I, I get a cut? Um, unless you think it is not necessary. I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone would love to split it up, but I wanted you to have the chance. I've, I've never been paid before, but it, it would help to buy some things that I need. Well then, yeah, hands over a sack. Wow. Thank you. You are, you are welcome. What was your name? Oh, uh, he, he kind of gives you like a half salute. Is a, a corporal Eddie guy. You can call me Orden. Thank you, Orden. 
Thank you. There it is. I was wondering how that played in. Someone want to explain that to me? Fucking Corporal Orden, airy guy. That's a, that's a twenty-six to hit. <laughs> that's a twenty-six to hit. Adaro dips out of the darkness and just cuts his throat right there. <laughs> An ordinary guy dies because he served his only role. No, so yeah, so ordinary no. guy. So some ordinary guy hands you a bag of money. It's a hundred gold pieces each. Damn. Sick. <laughs> I've got that's a too many decent chunk of change over here. Okay, so that was it. That was just a uh, just a real quick uh, one goof and two handing you some loot because I'm trying cool. to be good about that. And yeah, loot. You guys go to sleep. Uh, I don't. If you yeah, well you do you rest. You I get rest, that long rest but... that I promised you guys last time. And yeah. the next morning when you guys wake. There's already some grumbling and frustration. You hear people oh, no. kind of complaining that, Reyes, you're woken up the following morning to a scuffle. There's an argument happening outside between a soldier from your platoon and a soldier from Roka's platoon. You stole my stuff. Give it back. I did not take your things. Why would I take your stuff? I have my stuff. You stole mine. No, you stole... You are the only one near us, unless somebody was super quiet and snuck in. And then they do kind of side eye risk, but they look at you and like your meager supplies. Somebody took it. How dare you call me a liar? You think I'm a thief? And then you see them start throwing punches at each other. They end up rolling around on the ground. Uh, a few other soldiers run to sort of break it up. Uh, as I do nothing. everyone is waking up, there are similar engagements like this happening all around the camp. Oh no. I check my things. But I'm pretty guarded, so I can't imagine. Like I basically sleep on my backpack. You know what I'm saying? Do you? Uh, when you when yeah. you uh, when you look in your backpack, you find a dead mouse, and half of your locust powder's been eaten. Oh, oh shit! Man. That mouse had a wild um, ride out the door. Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's oof. a hit. Sounds like that was several yeah, hits. Yeah, I really got so into character, I almost flew into a real life rage. Yeah, you you, you, uh, you you feel like nothing's wrong, but then you get to your pouch of drugs and you pull out a fucking dead rodent. Like, just fully head like there's some there's some vomit in the bag. It's obvious what has happened. This mouse got in and died. You go through your stuff and you find your drugs missing. Good news, Yoonphone untouched. You check your messages. We get commercials. <laughs> Hi. Thank God. Welcome to Yoonphone. Here's a commercial for one of the many products that you can find through the Yoonphone right now. This is a big sentry unit. I think it's a 75 model. 1800 pounds of war unit. I can respect that. Slaughter our way through the larger battalion, huh? Yes. Thank you, 75. The all-new Santitian Warforged Model 75. Conquer them all. For the primacy! Um, yeah, I, uh, I fucking grab the rodent out and I count what I have left. Uh, well, how much did you have originally? Uh, originally I have here written, I have. Seven doses. Seven doses? I'm gonna roll a D8. Oh, God. <laughs> you got a negative one doses? 
yes, because I rolled an eight. No, <laughs> no. you have no, one dose. I have negative one dose. You have one dose left. That that mouse oh, got shit. down. He had a party in your bag. Fuck yeah, he did. Shit. What rock star are we naming this mouse after? Uh, Ray Liotta. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Ray. Just a taste, man. Rip, rip, Ray. Uh, nine, nine, you come online, and uh, your eyes light up, and you have your little downtime, right? You've, you've uh, done your repairs, and you sort of hear the commotion and kick back on to your daily function. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Uh... You wake up to a commotion in the camp. Like, people are kind of fighting. There's a few people getting in altercations. There seems to be some problems going on with the armies. Uh, I'm going to walk over to the nearest uh, person, I guess, and just ask, and just ask Hey, uh, what's going on? Uh, it looks like there is thieves in the other platoon. I guess they do not respect that we are of the same side. Thieves? Things are yes. missing? Yes, things are. Everybody is missing something. Uh, I'm going to immediately go back and check my station. And uh, is there anything missing? Uh, roll me an investigation. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was working on things, Jay. I know you were. Oh, no. I know it's missing. <laughs> I know it's missing. The number 10 Fuck. socket. It may not be related, no. but I know the, it's missing. Of course it's the number 10 socket. <laughs> that's what I was really worried about. Not the gun lance that I was working on. That's not mine. No, no, no. <laughs> You're, of course, worried about the number 10 socket because there's no way you're fixing that gun lance without it. You cannot 10. finish without it. Yep. Yeah. Investigation. These gun lances are only put together you, in You can 10. attempt to use your 3 sixteenths, but that shit's going to fucking round the corners on everything. <laughs> yeah. If it's if it's too tightened and after the heat that it's been exposed to, it'll just be too tightened yeah, what, for the 3 What'd you roll? He said investigation? Yes. A plus 6. A plus 6. You're going to have to pull out the crescent. So, and everybody hates pulling out a crescent. Obviously. So... Pretty quickly, while going through your stuff, like you said, you don't have a lot of things. Uh, it does say that you have a trail ration, and that's gone. That uh, You don't have that anymore. That's gone. You are also missing your number 10 socket, of course. That that was Son a given. A bitch. Uh, once again, we're not sure if that's related, because that thing always goes missing. And your light crossbow, the string has been snapped. <sighs> Son of a bitch. That was a plus one crossbow, Jay. It is. That I made. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you did make that, and it, it, the string is broken. Uh, it seems oh, like man. the crossbow itself is largely untouched, but the string is snapped. So yeah, your ra- your rations are gone, uh, your crossbow has been snipped, and you are missing a couple of your smith's tools from your kit. Son of a bitch. One being, obviously, the number 10 socket wrench, and also, just a, a night- you had a pair of pliers that you had in there. They're gone. You know, luckily- like, I don't really need those. I can just pinch things. But goddammit, my wrench! First of Unless all. Unless they were needle nose. Ad, you yeah, no, it's the needle, needle nose, bro. You need the needle nose. <sighs> Adaru, uh, you're an early riser, right? We established this? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking his walk. Yeah, I, you're, you're on your little run, and uh, one of the men uh, runs up to you, and he says, Halor! 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 Bevoli needs you. Uh, yes, come back uh, to camp. It's things ever have. Are getting hairy. Yes? Ah, uh, I don't know what you mean. Some random dude. Okay, no so I don't know this guy. <laughs> you don't know this dude. <laughs> so he's not from my platoon. I, I feel like at this point, it's one of the running jokes in the platoon. They probably just call me ears. They pro- There's probably dudes that Sorry, don't I'm even know over. my fake name. I'm starting over. 
Your ears. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> We're not giving him another fucking name. <laughs> No, what happens is he goes, We'll Halor! never be able to keep track. He goes, Halor! Halor! And then Halor doesn't notice, and then he goes, Ears! Where? Who's? Vivaldi need you. Of course. Step him. What do you want from me? You guys, or, or uh... I go to Vivaldi's tent, or however the hell that plays out. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna say that every that the three of you have sort of convened, and out in front of Vivaldi's tent, Roca and Vivaldi are having a little bit of a spat, and she's like, Your men are thieves? They are taking up my men's stuff. Make them give it back. Vivaldi turns to her and he looks at like the kind of disarray that's kind of gone through the camp and he says, Roca, my tent now. You three. You as well. Like he, he doesn't argue with her. He just sort of waves you all inside. I, uh, on my way there, I was standing straight and stomping through camp because I'm not happy about this. Mm-hmm. Just want to establish Didn't that. Didn't get his beauty sleep. Hang on. No. Jeff. Pouting. Wait. Stop. Shut the fuck up. Colors, bitch. Ha. Ah, ah. Yeah, colors is good. How let's, fucking uh, dare you? I know, let's address no shit. The colors. You lost all your drugs and you didn't shift at all? <laughs> oh no, I did. It's uh, spiny purple triangles moving across my body. Spiny purple triangles. Whoa. Yeah, they just all appear. You stomp up and uh, that's what everybody sort of sees in the periphery as he waves you into his tent. <laughs> as soon as I get waved into the tent, I throw the dead mouse on the ground and i go vivaldi kind of sees that he nods at you and he turns to roca who also looks kind of confused that she's been drawn into the to his room when she showed up something is wrong i think both of our platoons have been targeted by who but as you say that uh another soldier knocks and barges into the room adara you recognize this one as the quartermaster and he kind of vivaldi i have important and he looks at everybody in the room and he kind of comes to a stop and vivaldi just kind of gives him a nod and the guy looks up and, um, the food stores have been, we have a scrub problem. <laughs> Vivaldi just. Halor leaves. Halor huh? leaves the campaign. He just exits the whole campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I walk up to Vivaldi. I look down into his eyes and I say, with supplies limited, we must move quickly to St. Eaters. He glares at you. Calm yourself, Seth. You do not give the orders. You are right. Please take a seat. We will discuss. The purple the purple triangles are joined by a slight flash of a blue and black hexagonal pattern, and I move and sit down. Quartermaster, how bad is it? How much food can we salvage? Um, we've lost all of the grain and most of our crops. The animals... Uh, attempted to run away, but some some of our men kept everything along. They really got spooked last night, but we kept all the animals in the pen, so we still have our meat for now. Roca is like sitting there. What is going on, Vivaldi? What the, what are you talking about? What the fuck are scrubs? Horrible, nasty little festering things. They're like the worst part of a mouse if you diseased it and turned it inside out. Vivaldi just nods to Roca and says, You should have your quartermaster check your food stores. I'm also missing things, but like, yeah, food. But I'm missing a couple tools. I don't think scraps will take tools. Um, just to establish this, I put the last locust, locust powder packet on my person. So I have the last dose with me at all times. It's in his prison wallet. Gross. No, I have pouches. <laughs> 
Sorry, it's in his prison pouch. Roka nods at Vivaldi. I will check with my men. And she leaves. And he then turns immediately to Aderu. Hello, I told you not to do anything last night. Did you disobey my orders? No. Things have gone missing. We seem to have had sabotage. It is unlikely that men could get through, but we do know Valerians are in the area. Has anyone checked on Robert? I assume I, I assume I technically would have walked past him. I'm by him. Yeah, you, you would have seen him. You, you've just okay. established you're right there. Yeah. I give a stony look and shake my head. Uh, I walked past him. He was still asleep. Why have you brought me a rodent? This is what ate most of my supplies. Hey, you, do you think our sabotage was from a mouse? Mine was. Huh. He sees the earnestness in that response. He's just like, oh, I see. We need to pick up camp and we need to start moving. Agreed. What are we running from? The woods? Possibly. We need to get moving, if only to make it to another hamlet so we can resupply. And yes, we, we need to double our guards. Yes, I need to replace my tools so I can finish 75's gun lines. Why are you working on 75's gun lines? You asked me to? You are not 75's property. You do not need to do anything for 75. True. That is also true, no. <laughs> am I, I... I didn't... I suppose I didn't need to do that, but it might come in handy because now I can make one. Do you have the supplies to make more than one? Not currently, but I might be able to buy some supplies in the next town because I got paid last night. We will come back to this. This is not important right now. Everybody get your things packed, what is left of them. It is likely that we will be traveling with this platoon. We need to maintain our diplomatic relations with them because something is trying to drive between us. In the meantime, let's get out of this area and see if we can get ahead of this. Of course. Okay. I wordlessly charge out of the tent. Halora, Halora waits for everyone else to leave. He, he wishes to speak with Vivaldi, and I guess Roka if she stays around. No, Roka left. She actually left to go check on her supplies as well. Yeah, while well, I go. Okay. I'm gone. Um, what shall we do about Thicky Fingers, should they be found among the men? It seems unlikely that it is simple theft. Do you think that it is actually our men? Because this is a little too targeted. All at once? I do not think this was the men, but I think that under this new pressure, we may find that some of our men are less scrupulous about what they decide to take. You think that people use the chaos to benefit themselves? I think out of fear or necessity they may, yes. Nothing more primacy than that. What is acceptable resolution? When, if, when this occurs? If they are found, they will, we, will, we will hold a, uh, I don't know, court. I will whip them, whatever. I don't care. Uh, if you do catch them, go ahead and let us know. We do not need it right now. Will do. And hello, wait. So things kind of get chaotic. Everybody packs up, and you guys start a forced sort of march out of the little bit of uh, this grassland, this grassland valley that you guys have been in. You guys move pretty quickly, and Roka's team also goes with you. Roka and Vivaldi squash their beef because it quickly gets around that everyone's food stores, like, got half-wrecked. Uh, except for in her camp, the pigs and chickens and shit that they traveled with, somebody opened the cages. And they got away. And so whispers of sabotage start going through the ranks. And you still see people who seem like very distrusting of one of the two platoons. 
but there are a lot of others who have sort of started a movement as you guys move that they should string up Robert. They want to blame him because they, they like, we know there are Valerians in the woods. You admit that your guard was breached by the very opponents that you were set to watch against? Seems a dangerous way to take that angle, Fred. I would not be so willing to blame the very man I was told to guard against. Ordinary guy is pointing at this dude behind a dare, like, yeah, yeah. No, I was on guard duty. Go fuck yourself. I didn't see shit. <laughs> and I was doing my job. Fuck All you, I saw were our soldiers in our camp. So fuck you. <laughs> um, I, um, I'm far and away in the lead. I am marching. Sure. I'm moving towards Santitas. And normally I'm either way in the front or way in the back, but I'm way in the front. He can feel his blood pressure coming dangerously close to help me. Yeah, I, you know, I've been taking drags off my flask until it's empty, however much that is. You know when you're on the road, and there's that asshole that's cutting around you and cutting all these kinds of cars off because he wants to be the first fucking guy at the red light? <laughs> that's him, right that's now. Because on the other side of that red light is hard fucking drugs. He needs them <laughs> right now. I will be needing them. Now, my question is, you had one dose. Did you wake up and do it? Or are you saving it? I'm saving it. Though, though angrily... I'm saving it. Sure. Are you just entirely a different color right now? Uh, no. I'm currently the the colors. I'm flashing between the uh, between the spiny purple and the uh, yeah, flashing between the spiny purple triangles and the blue black hexagon, just like sort in an inconsistent loop. He's currently the Crestkin equivalent of the angry homeless man on the corner screaming at nobody while he's walking ahead of everyone. But you see that guy going, colors. fucking took my shit! Fucking, fuck, you bastards! Just, just flashing colors. If you spoke Crestkin, that's all it would look like. Yeah. The, the homo Pretty that's much. just screaming fuck intermittently? Yes. That. that guy. Yeah. Fuck! That guy. Yes. Bing to, bong. In, in a, yeah. Fuck your life. Uh, Purple. On a, uh, on rollers, uh, the, the the wicker cage that sort of the, the wooden the wooden stick cage that has sort of been put together to hold Robert. Are you saying that Robert is some sort of wicker man? Yeah, he's a wicker man. He's gonna punch women in the face and scream about bees. <laughs> zippies, <laughs> not zippies. Okay, uh, I was almost about to offer to be carrying it. <laughs> he's rolling by and he just has like a weird smile on his face and he's like, it seems there is trouble in the paradise. I want everybody who can't see Jay know that he just mimicked the idea of rolling in a cage yeah. by you got it, you got it, it method, forth. man. He's real in character. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my friend, it is very unfortunate. I fear we won't have the rations for auxiliary compliments. I am a knight of the Golden Rose. I know how to go without food for days. <laughs> a skill you will no doubt need. Yes. Actually, I'm a little hungry. Can we have some now? You guys travel for uh, a couple days. Um, I want everyone to... In the middle of the night, Adira wakes up, presumably to take a leak. And he swings by Roka's tent, and he marks it with the mark of enemy. Okay. What's the mark of enemy look like? What is it? it? That is a great Fucking question. Fucking on it is surprisingly <laughs> valid. <laughs> I know. Peace on it! I, 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 I worded it that way to give someone the joke, and I honestly... Not let down. Not sure if there's a better one. Yeah, he marks it. Never mind. I retract my statement. We won't, we won't explain. Um, 
spray some pee on it real quick. Just lifts his leg. Okay, and that's it. Yeah, it, it, that that's it. He just quietly marks uh, Roka's tent specifically. Yeah, I'm gonna simplify this. Anytime goes to use a toilet, it's just automatically an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, he fucking I, hates this I now, bush. My my brain is flooded with the thought of where can I find the sound of water hitting a tent for that. That's how, yeah. it's, how it sometimes starts. sometimes you got to just take your laptop and microphone outside. Couldn't <laughs> 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 make your own foley, bud. <laughs> <laughs> drink, just go into the shower and piss against that curtain. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Piss Pull against the, the shower tight. curtain. Yep. Yeah. Uh, roll. A perception check at the end of day one. And this one will be made with disadvantage unless you stay up all night. I didn't need that 14. To clarify, it's either stay up all night and take a level of exhaustion. Yes. Or advantage. Not advantage, just, or, just or regular. disadvantage roll. Yeah. And yeah. it rolled 15 twice, baby. <laughs> nice. 14 total. I feel like I feel like Reisk is on Reisk is on edge. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna take the flat roll. I mean, it's it not not to take away from our realism. It is Dungeons and Dragons, and I did give you your long rest. So like, exhaustion the following day is a risk. But um, Halor wants to volunteer for night watch. Um, who, oh, do you try to take somebody else's? Gives me advantage on this. Do you try to take somebody else's uh shift like personally, or do you ask Vivaldi? Oh, I just offer among the men. Uh, yeah, well, find a dude that looks like he's not feeling great or whatever, and be like, "Hey, man, you need me to like cover?" Oh yes, Good? no, yes, absolutely. My my coffee went missing, man. So yeah, please, please, you take it, take it. Fuck this, I'm going to sleep. And uh, there is plan is to look for wee little critters and the like. Sure, you rolled a fourteen already for your yeah. perception. Uh, yeah. Jeff, what did you get? Uh, thanks to my advantage, I got a seventeen. I'll take my level of exhaustion. Sure. Oh, because you got that cloak on. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a a, a cat thing. Do you get advantage in that? If he shifts, he gets I'm not advantage. Shifted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there is going to wait uh, farther out than like what a normal perimeter would be. He's just gonna sort of root around in the bushes and just wait for one of them to show up eventually. So all of you uh, rolled high, like high enough. Uh, so over the course of the night. Uh, did you roll yours with disadvantage nine? Yeah. 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 I rolled Every, twice. Doubled. Yeah. Nobody else, nobody else did. So Rask, in the night, you do not sleep. Yeah. Uh, this night after my stuff being broken into, not only would I not really be get to sleep because I am kind of on edge, worried about what I might run out of, um, being concerned that my rations are low. I've actually probably finished my flask already, my two flasks already as well. Sure. Um, you know, because you don't really think rationally when you're when you're ah. freaking out about your... Ah. Uh, rations? Yeah, yeah, he's not thinking rationally about his rations. Yep. Uh, but during the night, I would climb a tree, and I would just sit in the tree all night with my staff, right. tie my staff up. And- so it's not a good rest, like you said. Uh, I'm going to have you roll a con check about that exhaustion, potentially being very exhausted tomorrow, and you definitely do not get the benefits of a long rest. Not that it really matters. You didn't do anything yesterday. But in the night from your heightened perch uh, with your new cloak in the dark, uh, you notice a lot of animal activity uh, in the camp. Like, uh, not just 
Um, like, you don't see people moving around. The people look dog-tired. They conk out once they're out. You see the guards with their, like, their, like, lanterns and stuff on the outer perimeters, but you don't see anything. In fact, you see that Robert sleeps soundly all night. You do notice, like, a lot of birds flying around at night, which seems odd. Some of them are owls. Some of them, though, are daytime birds. Nine, you are actually woken up in the middle of the night because you rolled well, despite being powered down. You hear rustling in your bags again. Uh, inside, you find a weasel that is trying to tug out your hammer. Uh, yanking on your hammer. Gross. It's not even a thing. Come on. <laughs> uh, I am, well, shit. Am I, uh, can I roll to catch? Sure. Roll to yeah. grapple. Yeah. Make an attack roll. If you're just going to try Nine to grab it. I can always roll to catch. Just fucking snap its neck like the Tin Man. <laughs> Damn. Touch my fucking hammer. Scarecrow. Se- snap 17 it plus 2 dexterity. Uh, yeah, it's in the bag, so it doesn't see you, like, wake up and just, you, you just reach in and grab it and you've got a weasel. Congratulations. You've caught weasel. Something that no one on Wacko Mundo can do. Check out Wacko Mundo every other Wednesday. Nah. On Twitch. Nine finds a, nine finds a weasel in the bag. Love that. Just closes the tool bag, picks up the tool bag, swings it at the ground. Weasel solved. <laughs> weasel um. solved. Uh, okay. Let's do this. It just looks at, uh, it's got, it's got a hammer in its mouth and it just looks at you as you look at it. Um, I catch this weasel and I'm going to cast alarm. Uh, you set an alarm against unwanted intrusion. Choose a door, a window, or an area within range that is no larger than twenty than a twenty foot cube of a handbell for ten seconds within sixty feet. Okay. This ping awakens you if you're sleeping. Uh, a mental alarm alerts you with a ping in your mind if you're within one mile of the worded area. Oh, huh. that's a lot of range. Yeah, dope. But yeah, I set off an alarm. Sure. Uh, so, uh, Adario, you were the last one, and uh, I handle you last because you rolled one less than nine. But right before Nine's alarm goes off, because I do believe it takes you a minute to cast that. Adero, you, uh... I mean, if it was going to take a minute, I would just start yelling. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of... If we're really going to go by the the casting rules, I guess, but... (laughs) It's wild that you cast a spell when yelling would have (laughs) sufficed. I want to wake the whole camp. Everyone needs to know I found a weasel. <laughs> Adaru, uh, Nine has such strange Adaru, in her life. your perception check lets you know that Nine caught a. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, Jay. No, you, you, uh, what you bump into during your quote unquote patrol is you actually see a couple of wolves prowling around the outer perimeter. Dope. Uh, I approach them, obviously. Yeah, I'm sure you can speak with animals like a real druid. Huh? I'm sure I yeah. can. Uh, you actually walk up on these uh, these two wolves, and uh, one of them notices you as you you come up, and it, they both just sort of stop, give the startled like wolf look at you, and then they both kind of get down, and their hackles go up. Uh, there is, I am certain, a differentiation between the platoons, but I am not certain what that would be, be it color or flag or marking or something. I mean, like, honestly, is there? Like, with armies? I feel like no. It may not be super prevalent. Yeah. Yeah, um... Like, there was, There, I, there is a differentiation between army platoons, typically in a, uh, a, a symbol or designation, right? And, so you'd have, like, a little, like, a, 
like a little patch or something that would be like uh, first from battalion, the yeah. yeah, first battalion. Especially know, in this sort of an era, there would be something though because this is a mass military, it would be less pronounced than it than it would be in like your typical feudal or. Uh, you know, whatever society. Uh, this is you. Are, you are part of. Uh, I'm going to say that Rokas do not. Rokas is actually standing, standing military. But Vivaldi's, uh, because they are a private platoon of an Inquisitor, they do have a V on their uniforms. Okay. Then uh, I, I speak. I speak at the wolves. I don't know if I can speak to the wolves. I don't know if those are wolves or dudes. But I'm going to speak at the wolves. Um, when taking. Hang on. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's been a minute. When you can take things from the men, make make sure that you'll be putting them back with the men that don't be having the V. You're going to try to bring this back after it died so hard? Okay. All right. All right. I really applaud the effort here. Yes. That, that, and, and the implication that it wasn't just like, oh, I can't do this, but instead <laughs> that it was intentional. <laughs> I, I love it. Derek Phenomen was test. this works out Was a him. test. So- uh, when you speak to these wolves, uh, do me a favor, roll me an insight, and I'm assuming you're speaking in common? Um, I'm not sure. Let me, let me check that. I'm not sure if I have a more appropriate language. You said insight? Yes. 18. Okay. Uh, and what language are you using? Common. I apparently only know common. Yeah. So, you speak to them in common, you rolled a high on your insight, uh, you, uh, they growl back at you and you realize these are just wolves. And they don't understand you. Uh, it's then that my alarm goes off and they run. I'll um, fight wolves in the dark. I don't give a shit. I'm a yeah. barbarian. I got this. It's only two wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the alarm, you do hear the alarm in the distance. One of the wolves, like, his ears perk up. The other one gets lower. And, uh, yeah, I never, what do you do? Well, as they say, Shorty gets low. Uh, Adairu, because one looks alarmed and uh, one looks like he's going to throw down and one looks like he wants to throw down even harder. So Adairu also wants to throw down. He's going to shift so his eyes do the glinty thing and he's going to get into a low aggressive stance as well. And oh, we're going to oh. we're going to animal off because that's, that's what we do here. Um, and how is Adairu dressed in the dark? Uh, more or less the same. He wears the same clothing. Does he wear his helmet? Yes. Okay. Because people could still see him. So yeah, let's check. The armor his helmet gives him is against prying eyes more than anything. All, all the animals would see would be his eyes. Uh, well, shit. That's an 11 for Intimidate. You want to... Oh, it's an Intimidate of 11? Yeah. So, you know what? I'll, I'll roll it. So, the one wolf, because wolves have a minus two to their charisma, after hearing the alarm and getting spooked and then you sort of barking at it or whatever the fuck you do, it uh, it, it does actually... Uh, run backwards like uh, like it runs off uh the other one though gets loud growls and it looks like it's gonna throw down with you uh i guess roll initiative uh, you're about to fight a wolf as the yeah, rest of the camp baby. is waking up to nine's alarm that's a flat 10 let me see what i add i think i had something i gotta add something yeah 13 okay uh you go first what do you do um obviously i rage sure and then uh the is going to you know pull out a shield and his his sword, and he's going to make an attack with the sword and try to bash the wolf in the face, because we don't fuck around in this house. All right, you've got like a thirty foot distance between the two. You can do this. Okay, um, that's going to be a, a nat twenty on one of those. Wow. And uh, that's my second dice, so it's it's the nat twenty on the shield bash. A little bit of a little bit of a disappointment there, but I'll take it. 
Uh, so it's gonna be two hits. You're raging, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't even... Sorry, I can reckless attack, too. My bad, hang on. You don't need to do that. You you run up, and you you just give him the Captain America to the snoot. It lets out a yipe. How much damage does it, does it take? Charging star. D, it's a d4 for the uh, shield, right? Yeah, I, I believe I treated it as just uh, an improvised club or whatever. That's killer. That <laughs> is killer. That's, uh... Hang on, hang on, sorry. I got... It's been too long. I forgot all the dice I roll. I'm sorry, guys. So that's that's six damage from the sword, plus two damage necrotic, plus nine damage from the, the shield. Adair lunges forward at the at the wolf, and he slashes it with the sword. Uppercut crits the wolf with his shield. Wolf uh, takes takes the weird necrotic rot from your blade and uh, looks like it might have survived the sword blow, but when you thump it in the noggin, it goes down with a yipe. Good night, Balto. Oh. Balto is only half wolf. All right, <laughs> that's true. That's true. He's only half wolf. I kind of say I preferred that, my friend. You should run, and uh, they reskins it because you waste nothing. Uh, and he packs up whatever meat is still edible. Rayesk. As I said before, you see a lot of animal activity. You see that around the outer perimeter. Some shit is going down. Like some some animals have popped out of the brush. Uh, you see birds are swarming. A few of the men who come out and pecking at them a little bit. Uh, you also see just a fucking boar runs through the middle of camp and scatters a campfire. Like shit's going down. Uh, what do you yeah. do? Um, do I know that this is uh, not normal animal behavior? This is like especially like a boar running through a fire. Does this seem Fuck, I don't know. Out of the I, ordinary? I don't know. Are you an outdoorsman? Roll nature. It, it, it looks pretty coordinated. I would say roll nature, because, I don't know, maybe y'all camped in the wrong fucking neighborhood. <laughs> you camped in the wrong uh, woods, bitch. Nine. A nine? I rolled a nine. This is really wild. It, it, I, I'm not going to say risk. It's so stupid that he would think, oh, this is normal. We just camped in the wrong spot. Okay. The, the thing that stands out to risk is that these animals that you, you get a glimpse of, they wouldn't be together. Like, it's weird that it's all happening right. at once. It, it, it seems coordinated. It seems... It does... It, like, I, I wouldn't say that it feels particularly coordinated, but it, it it's all happening at the same time. That's weird. Like, it doesn't feel like they're it, using it's tactics. It's oddly timed. Yeah. Yeah, there's no tactics, but it's oddly timed that, like, birds and and uh, boar attack at the same time, much less some of this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, are they... And and they don't appear to be moving in the same direction, so it's not like some group t stampede looking. Thing. No, no, no. That boar, the boar goes through, scatters a fire into a couple of tents, and then just fucking takes off. You see a couple of the men try to like stab it as it runs by, but it heads to the out outside edge and just heads back into the brush. Can I look around for something that looks like it could be instigating this? Like anything? You, you don't see anything that no. would be like directing them now. Um, you don't notice anything else out of place. Okay. Do I see anything that looks like more danger than like a fucking warthog? Uh, no. Okay. Um, then oh, I'm just gonna weird. find the most dangerous looking thing, which I guess is the warthog, and shoot at it. it should wake everybody up with your uh, with brand new sniper rifle. That should wake everyone up, not my alarm. Yeah, no, people are waking up. <laughs> <laughs> They're awake. The boar has caused people to wake up. Nine's alarm has caused people to wake up. Chaos is happening in camp. Um, there's some shit going okay. on. Like I said, there are, uh, like, like, as you watch, you notice that there seems to be some wolves trying to, like, snap at some of the guards in the outer perimeter, like. That sounds like something more dangerous than a... I, I, 
warthog. Arguably, um, a warthog might be more dangerous than a wolf. Yeah, I've, obviously, you've never be. fought a warthog. You've never fought a Pumbaa. Look, Those a Deru over uh, so easy. A Deru just fought a wolf. It had eleven hit points. The that boar, wasn't a fight. The boar also has eleven hit points, but it's a boar, and I respect boar. It ran through a fire, <laughs> and it's still going. Okay. Yes. It's a tough bitch. It is a tough. There um, turns out they are the same challenge rating. <laughs> Let me tell you, boars so, are kind of so dangerous. No, it, you, just, you don't see anything more dangerous than a boar. There. <laughs> uh, he boar might see. A, does dangerous. he see a deru? Because we've just established that a deru is more dangerous than a boar. Yeah, actually, do I see a deru try to talk to some wolves? Um, <laughs> I mean, how good was that perception? Yeah, his original was like a seventeen. 16. Um, yep. I mean, I wasn't hiding, but I wasn't being yeah, I, loud I, either. Like, it wasn't like he's stealthing or anything, so I wouldn't say you could, like, see what he did. Like, you wouldn't be hear how that went down, but what, high or low? Do you notice Adaria no. specifically? Yeah, you noticed that. That You, you noticed that. Okay. Um, All you see, though, is, yeah, like, he, like, puts his hand out, it looks like he talks to them, and then he fights them. Like, it's, it's, it, it's a little weird, but... Right, it's not like, it's not like, alarms raising! Yeah. But it's like, yeah, strange choice. I wouldn't try to reason. Here's, with here's what's re- weird, Rask. They don't put you guys on guard duty. He shouldn't be out there. Uh, fair. That's ordinary. I'll keep that in that's mind. ordinary guy's spot. No, <laughs> <laughs> Orden is supposed to be Orden's there. Supposed Where's to be Orden? out there? God damn it, Orden! If everybody's already waking up, I can try to like scare some of the animals off. So I'm just gonna take like a pot shot at the thing that looks the most dangerous, and I don't care what that. Something to scare animals off. So, like... Sure. Ooh, plus three to that musket. Sixteen. Roll it with disadvantage. These wolves are far away. It's the outer perimeter of camp. Okay. Then three. No, yeah. Sorry, six. You fire, it scares the wolf away, but your bullet goes wide. You see the wolf uh, breaks off from attacking the dude who he has tripped, and he runs off. Does it Does it scatter any of the other animals? Right? Yeah, no, there, there's some crack. other... Like, you see, when you fire your gun, you notice a lot of birds take off from nearby trees... Uh, and from near your tree, like, just, you see a lot of rodents just fucking bone away from your area. Nine. Peep, everyone nearby you has been woken up. It's spread across the town. You are holding a weasel, bro. Choke the weasel, nine. Spit on it. The weasel has one eye. Does it really? No. <laughs> it's, it's got one mouth. It's a one-eyed wonder weasel. Yes. <laughs> uh... As, as the alarm is going off all around me, I just yell out, Weasel in my back! I have more than uh, a weasel. I'm going to I'm going to run past our bear. Could you please <laughs> keep it down? I am trying to sleep. I'm going to immediately run toward uh, Vivaldi. Sure. Uh, you make it to Vivaldi's camp. Adara, do you do anything? Uh, uh, yeah, that's an uh, 18 to harvest. Okay, you're doing that. You make it to Vivaldi's camp. Eventually. Uh, I collect what I need to, and then I go back and I help specifically Vivaldi's men. Specifically the men that I've been working on, you know, the longest. Yeah, no, they, they rally around you pretty quick, actually. Uh, it's kind of weird. Like, never, no, everybody's a little bit concerned that they're being attacked by animals. They feel confident that they can defend themselves with their guns. Uh, but, like, people are freaked out a little bit by this. It's uh, not great they're when wolves... They're just strolls back in out of the darkness covered in blood with a wolf pelt. Just, it, it's... Yeah. Oops. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you get a lot of that. Um... Nine, as you show up to Vivaldi's tent, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to start banging on the side of the tent door 
lab. Uh, Baldi comes out with just his pants on. What is going on? I shake the weasel in his face. <laughs> oh my god! Was that the only faces? reason you did this? It was, wasn't it? Maybe. Very good. No, obviously not. But yeah, I mean, it's it was uh, a great unintentional thing that happened. Why? <laughs> why? 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 There's a weasel. Why, why are you shaking a weasel in my, in my pack? It was trying to take my hammer. And also, there's just a lot of things going on everywhere. There's a boar over there. A boar. And birds. I think that's an alligator. I don't know. Then shoot them. They are animals. Get the men together. Shoot every animal nearby. It will help with the food stores. But there's there's a lot of them. It's weird. I, I gather. Yes. But he was specifically trying to take my hammer. Why? Weasels don't do that. He he looks Nine in the eyes, and he says, Nine, we are under attack by an enemy. Treat it as such. Okay. Kill that weasel. Uh, strangle your weasel. Choke the weasel, Nine. Do, we, do, you want, do you want to question the weasel? <laughs> I... I... What? No. Just kill Nine. the weasel and go help the men. But what if somebody sent it? You, know, you want a Nine. good cop, bad cop, Nine. this put it, put it in the cell with Robert. <laughs> you are under what, arrest. Is one of you gonna <laughs> is one of you gonna try to try to soothe the weasel while the other one tries to beat the okay. weasel? Tell me more about how you're gonna treat this weasel. It's it's really suspicious. Yes. Look at his eyes, they're shifty. Yes. Nine, you are right. Please go watch our food stores. It is obvious that they are after them. Okay, here. God, <laughs> he's shirtless and he freaks out. Ah! Oh, you are such claws, you bastard! Don't let the weasel get away! Is it running off? <laughs> Fantastic. So, whatever. Yeah. You uh, you gather a lot of men around you. Uh, is there anything in particular yeah. you're trying to do with them? You quickly gather like the bl- the bl- a big a good chunk of the men from the platoon gather uh, come come to your banner, so to speak. Uh, there just gathers up the, the men that will follow him, makes a mental note of that, and uh, just sort of takes a defensible position and tries to secure some of the food. What's going on? Uh, why? First of all, why are you covered in blood? Second of all, what are, what's, what's happening? Why are we being attacked by the fucking fauna? Flora? Fauna? Who, who's asking? Is this just a random dude? I don't know. You fucking ask his name. You know, he's a guy. No, I'm... No, okay, I, he's just a guy. He's right. a guy. He's just a guy. Sounded like Vivaldi. Wasn't sure. Could have been. They all do. Yeah. No, I know. I know. <laughs> all men sound like Vivaldi around here. Yep. Would you have a problem with this? Have a problem with that. We are being attacked. Does it matter who or why? Protect food. Protect the things you need. Protect your brothers in arms. Okay. Um, I haven't spent a lot of time in the woods camping. How do you fight a pack of wolves? You stab them. I'd rather not get that close. You would rather not get that close, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, there just instructs people to like set a couple of the campfires nearish them ablaze and basically tries to make like a fire circle and bunker down with a couple of the rations barrels and that that's about it. He secures, he tries to secure our um, commissary. Uh, do me a favor, roll me a charisma check. That's a thing I do, maybe. I'm bad at it. 14. You get not just a couple of your men, but some of Roka's men uh, gather up on you as like a voice of reason in the middle of this. You create the fire perimeter, and you guys just sort of set up shop. And between the fires and a bunch of armed people, you guys stopped getting harassed by animals. Like, and you just sort of set up shop as, like, a small camp within the camp. As, uh, Reyes, you watch 
that sort of build, Adaru's sort of little small platoon that he has gathered, uh, you watch the rest of the camp kind of come under the chaos and struggle. Nine, uh, you see him running across to where you know that they keep the animals and the food stores. Um, um, yeah, as, as I'm watching this go down, as I'm watching him sort of like gather his bannermen, um, I quickly descend from the tree uh, and find Nine, like right, like I assume Nine's running out to try to be like, yes, I'm helping. Um, <laughs> On point. And I find Nine right away and like basically drop down right in front of her and I go, Nine, tell, tell the men, use their guns. The noise will scare them off and pack up. We should leave now. No point staying. Uh, I think Favali has to tell us to leave before we can leave. Tell them to pack. We will leave soon. Okay. Uh, any, I, I look at you, I go. Annie, I appreciate your help. I am not good at speaking. It's okay. I got this. Also, a weasel tried to take my hammer. <laughs> Let it go, Nine. Let it go. I go, uh, I, I, I look at you, I look at you, yellow S-shapes move across my body. Noted. Suspicious. Yes. I gave it to Vavali. You should go question it. Yellow S-shapes intensify. Okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You guys are interrupted by uh, a stampede of pigs. Really? Yes. A stampede of yeah, you guys, What's as, going on? As you guys are talking, you realize that somebody has broken the pig pen where you guys keep some of the livestock, and a stampede of pigs is running uh, out and toward the edge of camp. And sadly, Adaru is nowhere in sight, because we know he's got this. If it was wrangling pigs, <laughs> sadly, you don't have him. Wait, I got this. Um, animal handling. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Watch this. Hell yeah, dirty twenty. Well, shit, yeah, you. Yes, sir. You see them making a run for the uh, the edge of camp to like to freedom, and you 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 just like jump out and put your arms in front and sort of like start being a pig, fucking pig dog, that you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pigs start turning around, heading back into the camp. Yes, that's largely thanks to my owl bear cloak, which I I use. I I have the cloak on. Yeah. I try to look. Like an owl bear and scare, scare them the right direction. Across the camp, you nearby, you see Robert go. Good job, pig dog. Does the finger exist in your world? Uh, no, we've decided it's the pinky. Pinky's up. Oh uh, yes, that's right. I give him the fucking pinky. <laughs> got him. <laughs> uh, you you cause the pigs to turn around, and go the other way. Nine, are you doing anything? to cast Longstrider on myself and just try to grab as many pigs as I can. <laughs> uh, you grab a couple of pigs and you run back to the pen. When you get to the pen, you realize that the bindings on the door have been chewed through, similar to your bowstring from before. Uh, you can't get the door to close. Since my bowstring is already cut, I'm going to take the rest of it and use it to tie the pen closed. All right, cool. You do that. Uh, you throw a couple of pigs, uh, you and, uh, you, you rolled a 20 on your handle animal suit. A couple other dudes sort of come and show up and help risk, and you guys corral the, uh, the pigs back in. While you are doing that, you see off the distance, Roka's, like, chickens that she had are just full-on flying off into the woods. They're, they're shit. Nobody stopped it, and you see a bunch of their animals get away. Nine, I've got this. Inform your men. Okay. Hello, hello, what do we do? 
we, we cannot just stay here all night. Uh, we, we'll eventually run out of firewood. Somebody will have to get more. How do we keep the animals off of us? You don't. What do you mean we don't? How many wolves live in the woods? How many boar patrol the underbrush? You cannot you can't surmount that. It's too much. You take a small piece of land and you secure it. And you hold it till dawn. Would you rather go find all these boar and wolf in the dark? Away from the fire sooner? We could attempt to leave if you like. No, I... Okay. We sit and we wait. And we save our shots. Morning will come. I only have three. We sit and wait and save our shots. Do not listen to the panic. We will stand our ground. We will hold our place. We will save our shots. And we will be the men that see morning. I actually do want to go talk to Vivaldi. Riz, you find him... You find him shouting out orders in front of his tent. Uh, people are running up, and he's trying to get things back under control. He's barking, you, go that way, check on the quartermaster. You, make sure our powder stores are protected. You, just, like, trying to hit all these marks and sending men to go lock shit down and amidst the chaos. I I approach him, and I go, Vivaldi, I've watched from the trees. There is too much going on at once. I do not think this is coincidence. No shit. I also am unsure we'll last if we hunker down. Movement is what I was taught in the apotheosis. My concern is movement in the dark will allow men to be taken away from the herd. Or we get worn down. Either way, we lose some. We're all persuasion. That's a good point. Persuasion's not one of my good ones. Let's see. Hell yeah! Hitting it hard with the two! My only question is, during this conversation, is Vivaldi struggling with a weasel? He has it in one hand. He's holding Thank you, just like you were. He's no longer struggling. He's figured yeah, out. Yeah, he's got hold of the weasel. He's been holding the weasel for a while. It's pretty relaxed. He's just sort of hanging there in his hand. Yeah, he's been distracted. Limp. It's got a limp weasel. Somebody called while he's in the middle of trying to tackle this weasel. Uh, so yeah, two is my persuasion. Yeah. Two! Yeah. Two plus zero, still two. Do I get advantage on that for some reason? <laughs> this is an attack. This is supposed to cause us to scatter. If we scatter in the middle of the night, they have the advantage. We will not give them the advantage. As you wish. Of course they are trying to wear us down. Of course they are trying to take our energy. We do not have too many options when it comes to fighting this. But we definitely will not scatter on them. I didn't say scatter, but do as you see. Best. It will be inevitable in the dark. I turn and walk away. He says, hold on, I need you to take care of this, and he hands you a weasel. <laughs> <laughs> I take the weasel, I take the weasel from him, and then as I'm walking away, I look at the weasel and go, you and I are gonna have some words. <laughs> the weasel. The weasel. The weasel looks at you and goes, bring it, pig dog. No. <laughs> I am Weasel! I am Weasel!
Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayask, Ryan Santos as Number Nine, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories.